Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Legendary Chiropractor Podcast, providing a navigational beacon for the present and the future of chiropractic. This podcast is made for and with the prospective chiropractic student, current chiropractic student, and even doctor out in the field in mind. I'm your host, Johnny Ruder, and today we're talking about how to crush it in clinic as a student and how to succeed in business day one after graduation. All here on the Legendary Chiropractor Podcast, I'm your host, Johnny Ruder, and today's guest, Dr. Jordan Fairley. So be sure to go to thelegendarychiropractor.com and check out all of the free content that is offered, including, but not limited to, our Mentor Up program. Go to thelegendarychiropractor.com forward slash mentor up. Mentor Up is our 100% free mentorship and coaching program that has been put in place for you, the prospective chiropractic student, current chiropractic student, and doctor wishing to reach new heights. Sweet, we are officially live. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Chiropractic Compass podcast brought to you by the Legendary Chiropractor online community. I'm your host, Johnny Ritter, and tonight we have a very special guest with us, a KTC master, Kairos Training Culture master, along with a source chiropractor out in Oakland, California, Dr. Jordan Fairley. He is a phenomenal doc. I met him at summer camp in Miami, which we had a blast there. We talked in the Starbucks line for probably way too long. And I was like, man, this is supposed to be the slowest Starbucks out there. (laughs) But we had a great time. We connected. We bonded over uh, a lot of things. And actually, um, I reached out to Dr. Jordan about podcasting a little bit, and uh, I'm so pumped for him. So be on the lookout for that whenever, whenever he, uh, you know, drops that, that that whole entire thing. I guess um, I'm really excited for you, Doc. But without further ado, please, please, please introduce yourself. Tell us where you're from and uh, how you got really into chiropractic. Yeah, man. What's up? Thank you so much for having me on. I have been appreciating all of your interviews so far, and I got to say, like, as a student let alone like just as a doc or a human being like you're absolutely crushing it <laughs> and your energy of positivity and when we met in the starbucks line i thought you were, i thought you were about to say that we bonded over lattes but uh it was a pleasure meeting you and your energy is contagious man so i'm super stoked to be on here i appreciate uh, I that yeah I'm, uh, like you said, Dr. Jordan Fairley. My name hasn't changed. I'm from <laughs> California. Uh, practice at the Source Chiropractic in Oakland, California with a team of six. So we got a badass team in deep Oakland. Um, and from Northern California, but I don't know how much you want me to share, but um, I have some crazy stories. <laughs> Go as deep as you want, Doc. Go as deep as you want. Yeah, okay. just share just share something fun like how what what school did you attend? How when did you graduate? Those kinds of things that are relevant to uh, to probably chiropractic students more so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I gra- I graduated from Life West. So in the Bay Area in uh, San Francisco Bay Area, I graduated in two thousand and fifteen. Uh, so I've been in practice for a little over four years now, and I got into chiropractic schools through some huge life changes. Um, up in, all through like high school and college, I was always on the physical therapy path. So I was pre-physical therapy, pre-med. I was a distance runner, cross country and track my entire life, and really my entire life revolved around track and field. Like, no joke, uh, as a kid, my summers were spent working on the track. My dad was a track coach. My dad was a cross-country coach. Our family vacations, we would have to look at every local track and college track around. <laughs> the only magazines we had in our house were track and field magazines. So, like, that was my self-identity. So that's what I did in college. And with that, you know, being an athlete, you have a ton of injuries that come from it. And so I had pulled hamstrings. I had sciatica going all the way down my leg. And pulled my hamstring in the national championship race on the second lap. Uh, I had, you know, chronic Achilles tendonitis, all these different things that led me to pursue a profession in health. And so uh, I was looking at athletic training, I was looking at physical therapy, and really there were a couple main instances that happened in my life. And I will share you just one of them, which is the biggest one of them. 
which was in 2011. I had just finished a cross country race in Sacramento and I was driving up to go meet my parents at, uh, up in Quincy. So way up in the foothills, up in this canyon, I was driving up to go meet them for a backpacking trip. And every time I'd get up to like 60 miles per hour, my car would start to shake all over the place and it had made some really loud noises and it wasn't just from the boombox playing system of a down it was my car um something was going on and all of a sudden there's like a bam huge bang i'll never forget the sound i crashed to the ground and all of a sudden was going off into oncoming traffic almost hit a car coming the other way and the next thing i knew i was driving off a 60 foot cliff oh wow driving off a 60 foot cliff and all I remember was, holy shit, I'm probably about to die. And I looked over at my brother and the next thing I know, I got knocked out. My brother tells me I was knocked out for probably about 20 minutes, head on the steering wheel. We ended up hitting a tree and then the backside hit in the, the bottom of this canyon. Uh, I don't remember like two hours worth of time, but what happened from that physically was I broke a whole bunch of ribs on this side and my entire torso was twisted like this. I had whiplash, I had low back pain, and I had all these physical ailments. Um, so I literally like couldn't do anything. So I don't know if you've ever broken a rib or if other people were watching a broken rib, but if you have broken a rib, you literally can't breathe. Like you can't get into bed, let alone turn over in bed, let alone hug your girlfriend. You can't do anything. So I, at that moment, like I couldn't do the things that brought me joy and happiness and purpose. So I wasn't able to run the one thing that I knew up until that entire point in my life. And so I lost my self identity as a runner. Um, like my whole entire world was basically falling apart. And I knew from some past track injuries that like when I was in most pain, I went to a chiropractor. So I went to go to the chiropractor expecting, you know, to get helped right away. And instead what he did was he looked at me in the eye as we sat down and looked past just my physical ailments. He told me, we're going to get you straightened out. We're going to get you out of pain, but ultimately I want to get you back to doing the things that you love. And I was like, oh my God, like, this is what I need, right? Yes, I want to get out of pain, but ultimately I want to get back to running. And so I actually started like consistent chiropractic care. And so my ribs healed, my torso untwisted, but my purpose and my self-identity untwisted. And I got back to who I was. And so I was able to see the differences between uh, chiropractic, real chiropractic, long-term, like functional change, health chiropractic, and uh, physical therapy. And so I started to ditch physical therapy, started to ditch the athletic training job I was doing. I started to see, okay, what is it going to require to go to uh, a, go to chiropractic school? And so I applied, and uh, if people know Dr. Brett Jones, Dr. Kate Jones was the person who was calling me on a daily basis to try to get me to enroll in chiropractic school. And so she's a very influential person, uh, has a lot of high energy like yourself, <laughs> so a very attractive character. So I went to chiropractic school, and I don't know how much you want to go through <laughs> chiropractic school, but that was like the, the the series of events that eventually got me down this path, man. Awesome, awesome. That is so so great to hear. I I you know it's crazy listening to people's stories because everybody comes from a different story, and and it's like you it took it didn't take you, but it was like you flew off a 60 foot cliff and that's, you know, that's how you, you're now you're a chiropractor helping people become better versions of themselves functionally and structurally every single day of their lives. So that's amazing. Um, I know I had a comment time out real quick. I had a comment that the microphones, uh, something wasn't like some, it was quiet or something apparently on my end or something. Uh, can someone comment if you're watching this and let us know if the microphones are working I guess <laughs> I don't I don't know I'll try my best to uh, to to do what I can here um, but yeah you can only I can only do so much here say that again I can get closer to mine too. <laughs> I mean I'm not sure what it is I Skype is sometimes pretty weird but uh, but yeah drop a comment if you can hear me say good or if you can't hear or if you can hear dr. Jordan 
please let us know um, because that's the problem with these live interviews is things can go wrong and technology happens. Um, sounds fine. Dr. Ian says, hey, Dr. Ian, how are you doing? Uh, thank you. And uh, so with that, Doc, I want to go into the topics for tonight. And the topics really are really for the chiropractic student, but also it, the chiropractor, right? Like how do, how do chiropractors or chiropractic students rather become the best versions of themselves before they leave chiropractic school, right? Like that's what it's all about. So we're going to talk about how to, how to crush it in clinic as a student, as well as how to succeed in business by three different things that Dr. Jordan is going to break down for us all here on the chiropractic compass podcast. And with that being said, quick shameless plug doc head to all you chiropractic students and viewers and replay watchers head to the legendary chiropractor.com now to check out everything chiropractic that we have to offer you awesome so with that being said doc i am going to turn my microphone up so that i have you on my speaker so worst case scenario it'll come through my microphone (laughs) if yours if something's not going on correctly who knows but when Dr. Jordan starts talking, please let me know if you can hear him. I would greatly appreciate that. Doc, let's hop into how to crush it in clinic. What do you think about that? Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah. So I will say the same three principles for how to crush it in clinic are the same three principles to how to crush it in business. So just a little bit of a background. Most people who have seen me online have probably seen quite a few of the videos we've done, like I do social media marketing. I do online programming. I create, I take people's visions and I turn them into something tangible that people can consume digitally. So that's like the main thing I do. Like over the last three years, four years, I've created over 1,200 online videos. And we've had, you know, over 80,000 views in our online programs just in the last 12 months. Uh, so we do all these like social media and millennial type of marketing strategies, but those are the type of strategies that are constantly changing. So you could pour all of your ideas and creativity and thoughts into like, what is the next new cool thing? But really the reality is it's like the same three principles for how to crush it as a student and how to crush it as a doc. And the three principles are to have an amazing product, to be a great communicator, and to have super efficient systems. Those are the three things. So regardless of what it comes down to, regardless of what business you look at, those are the three things for how to really be successful in business and how to really be successful for crushing clinic in my opinion. Awesome. Yeah. And so we're going to break all, I want you to break all three of those down for us in, in like, how do we get an amazing product? What do we know an amazing product is when we have it right and then how do we become an amazing communicator and what messages are we supposed to be even talking about because we all know that a lot of us leave chiropractic school especially the more philosophically sound schools and we just word vomit 33 chiropractic principles onto our patients and nobody wants that nobody needs that right away and and that's not how you're going to get clients or patients or patient members in your office and then great systems what what kinds of systems can you share with us how how do these systems integrate with um the practice style that you're in how would they integrate with somebody who's going out on their own and doing their own thing if you can speak a little bit on those two things that'd be great so let's dive right into the incredible amazing product how do you where does the product information come from and how do you know you have a good one when you have it yeah, man. So in my my opinion, and from my background in what got me into chiropractic and what I see as chiropractic being in its history is the product of chiropractic is the adjustment. That is our core product, and that is the product that separates us really from all other health entities. Like, yes, physical therapists are starting to adjust. Yes, osteopaths are adjusting. Yes, there are actually medical doctors and athletic trainers who are starting to adjust. But as chiropractors, like that is our one differential. So if we're not the best chiropractic adjusters, what are we the best at? And so in my opinion, having the best product means being the best at your technique or your art or your adjusting that you possibly can. I like to think of this, I was on a bike ride yesterday and I went down the street and there's this restaurant that has burgers, 
breakfast, Chinese food, and donuts. And you might think to yourself, hell yeah, I want a donut after my burger and some Chinese food because I like all, all those things. But the reality is, like, do you know, can you name a restaurant chain or the best restaurant in your community that serves donuts, Chinese food, burgers, and whatever else it is? Like, trying to be a master of all rather than being a master of one what do you think is going to be more successful? And so in my opinion, in, in the chiropractic profession, that is the chiropractic adjustment. So our core business, our core mission with the chiropractic service is helping chiropractors develop their art, to develop their bodies, to handle being able to see thousands of people over the lifetime, to be able to be efficient chiropractic adjusters before they even get into clinic. And so that's what Kairos training culture does and so we've done over 70 camps in the last uh, few years we've uh, served over 4,000 students and chiropractors who have trained the chiropractic adjustment we have over 1200 online videos to help chiropractic adjusters and docs uh, or chiropractic students and docs train so like how do you develop your product it's really not it's no different than anything else like you have to train it Right. So like, yeah. what do you want? What would you need to do if you wanted to learn how to play the guitar? You'd spend hours and hours and hours learning new things and how to become a great um, guitar player. What would you do if you wanted to be a really good painter or artist? You probably put lots and lots of time and effort into developing your art and learning other strategies and techniques and ways to, to become a better artist. And so it's like the exact same thing is for chiropractic and the sooner you can start, like we have people even before they are in chiropractic school attending our training camps and people who are entering their first quarters who are phenomenal adjusters, man. I'm just like, if you can spend 10,000 hours or, or do 10,000 adjusting strikes before you even get into student clinic, you're probably gonna have a pretty badass product. <laughs> and the reality is like we've been to 20 uh, schools in the last few years, and so we get an idea of what's going on on each campus. We get an idea of the communication that a lot of the, the student doc, um, pod docs or clinic docs are saying. It's like the people who are putting the most amount of time into developing their skill set as a chiropractor are the ones that they want in their group. They're the ones that they want in their pod. They're the ones that they're gonna transfer uh, existing patients and new patients into. It's like, how can you do that before you're in clinic? You have to train it. And so yeah. there's clubs and there's online resources and there's tons of seminars. It's like, you gotta dive all in, man. So it's like the product itself, in my opinion, is the adjustment. Awesome. Awesome. I absolutely agree with you. I think that we, it is the number one thing that we have to offer the community ourselves. And that's why we go to chiropractic school is to be able to adjust. And that is, it's not, it's not a manipulation. It's not any of this stuff. It's an adjustment. It is specific to remove vertebral subluxations from the spinal column. That is what it is. So it's like, if you aren't good at that, or if you don't, recognize that rather I'll change my wording there if you don't recognize that and how important it is early on in chiropractic school like you you have another thing coming right and that's that's where I think Kairos training culture comes in and exactly what you said and I, I circled actually the the meaning and the, the the word art because art is more than a product right art is more than a product art has meaning and value behind it right and so it's and it's a process it's not only coming, bringing to the table everything that you have for that specific patient at that specific time, but it's also being able to, you know, not just do one adjustment on this patient, do anything that is in your tool belt that you're able to assist them with and that you have to offer them. And I think that's most important when it comes to the art and what you guys are training students to do. And I don't know if people heard those numbers. I, I don't know if I caught the video no amount. I think you said 400 or something like that. But like um, over set, they've done over 70 camps, over 70 camps. They've trained over 4,000 chiropractic students. And you have over 400 online videos and tutorials to help doctors as well as students learn to adjust and, and how to be better at honing their skill and their art. I think that's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, at least over twelve hundred videos. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> um, something that you can you said that brought something to my mind is like 
I think there's a lot of myths in the chiropractic profession, and one of those myths is that you're going to not be a good adjuster until you're like five to 10 years in practice. Huge myth. Like we're having people who are graduating chiropractic school who are some of the most skilled chiropractors I've ever witnessed. And we've been to a lot of different seminars and seen a lot of adjusting videos. <laughs> we've met a lot of chiropractors. And so it's like, these are the people who are putting in the work. Another myth is to, as a student, to say that I'm gonna learn how to adjust by going on a mission trip. Hear this all the time. Like those people, when you go to Haiti or to some other country, don't deserve a highest quality adjustment already. Like they're the practice dummies that you have in your school that you're just gonna go and wail on. Like those are the people I'm gonna go practice on so that when I come back in the student clinic, now I have a skill set that I can get provide to the people here. Like that to me is complete BS. And I think that you do not need to do that. You should, in my opinion, I'm gonna shit on people, you should be practicing your art so much that then you go to these other countries to give a high quality service to the best of your abilities to these people. They're not people to practice on. And then the next myth is, I just forgot it. I'm just, I'm just fart. <laughs> there were three. I had, I just thought of three. Oh, it might come back to me in a second. That's, that's totally, that's totally fine. Yeah, if it comes back to you, just oh, let us know. Yes. Oh yeah, here we go. Man, it's shining through the light that's in my face here. So the next thing is the difference between technique and art. So you started to talk about how your art, like you can hopefully have the skill set of multiple different techniques in your tool belt to start to help other people regardless of what comes in. And so in my opinion, art is the self-expression of multiple techniques and your personal touch to help the unique individual on your table. The difference between that and technique or technique is something that you have uh, learned as a framework for when I see this, I do this. And so that is something that is more of um, something that you're following based on a set of principles or guidelines or something you've seen another doc do in the, uh, in the past. But the difference between technique and artistry, artistry is you're taking all these techniques that you can become proficient in and you're utilizing them when they're being called to be utilized based on the person that's coming in. So that, in our opinion, is what we mean by art. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm glad you actually expanded on that because I, I knew where I was going with it, but you said it better than I could have said it. So I'm glad that you, we, so we talked about the product doc. The product is the adjustment. The product is the art. The product is the training that leads up to what chiropractors are meant to do. And that is to adjust the patients on their table. And so now how does a patient get there? <laughs> so let's talk about the communication component, right? How do you become a great communicator and what are we to communicate in order to better serve our communities? Mm-hmm. Yeah, great point, man. <laughs> and I want to say uh, also that as a business owner, I also understand that you can provide more products than just the adjustment, right? So, I mean, at the Source Chiropractic, we've made a, a million dollar per year practice off of only charging for the initial exam and only for the adjustment cash base, that's it. So you can develop a practice off of only adjusting. And to reach other levels, while also having the same amount of time sets, you can start to add in different products, right? But the core product is adjusting. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to the communication piece, it's thinking about the communication on the, based on your ideal client's needs and wants and desires and pain points and how would they most react and respond to your communication. So if your person responds to more of an analytical, mechanistic, um, uh, research-based type of approach, so maybe this is like a medical doctor that you're communicating with, that might be a great way to communicate to that person. But in reality is that's not a very high population. And so if you're wanting to communicate with a specific target market, you have to go through like a patient or ideal client avatar in which you're looking at like, how, what kind of groups does this person hang out with? What is the type of um, sites that they're visiting? What kind of uh, communication are they already having with their spouses? What are they searching when they're looking up chiropractors in your area? How are they looking for helping some sort of um, ailments and then like reframing your communication 
based on what they're saying. So as a student out there and all the docs, I want to give you um, a huge piece of advice. This is something that we've only ever shared in some of our uh, Kairos Business Master Groups, but this one line could change your entire experience in clinic and your entire experience as a doc. And that line is, I'm interested in hearing what your current understanding of chiropractic is. Mm. Mm. I'm interested in actually being interested in hearing what your current understanding of chiropractic is. And so as a student doctor in clinic, most likely you're going to be passed down all these other patients who have gone through maybe five, 20, 50 other students. And it's super easy for us as an excited uh, new student doc to want to just explode everything we love about chiropractic and how chiropractic can help these people. And the reality is the majority of the time, it's all going over there, right? <laughs> and so if you can get an understanding of what their current understanding of chiropractic is, then you know how to frame your education. You know how to frame your dialogue on a, a per visit basis. And you know how to frame your online marketing, your email marketing, your social media posts with videos you create for YouTube. It's like having an idea of what your ideal client's current understanding of chiropractic is, what words would they use? Then you know how to frame your communication in an effective way. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I, I, I wanna pick up, I took great notes there, that was fun. Um, because that is that is a really good point and I wanna, I wanna tie this all to meeting the patient where they're at, right? It helps yeah. bring the level of understanding to a mutual understanding, right? It's like, okay, this is, you You know where I'm at because I went to school and did all this, but it's like at the same time, you're coming to me for help. Therefore, we need to be on the same level and on the same page if we're going to progress anywhere with your care. So that's the, that's the most important thing. I love that line. I'm interested in your current understanding of what chiropractic is because automatically, right after that, it puts them on your, on, it puts you on their level. Um, and you know exactly if someone starts describing to you what a subluxation is and you know how the nervous system works and all of that stuff, great. You know that you can communicate at that level. But if you if they are like, I have no idea. I'm here for my low back pain. This is all you know. Get me out of pain. That's it. That's all I want. And now you know that that's where you have to start, right? Like that's those are the foundational steps. So I absolutely love that. And the second thing I picked up on was you said ideal client. And I want to actually dive into that a little further because I, I, an ideal client in business and in chiropractic are the same thing. You have to know who you are talking to at all times. And then you said something very, very, very important that was you have to pick up on their pain points, right? What are, what are people who is in your ideal demographic or your ideal client? Who is that person and what are they struggling with? that you can then insert yourself and help them with. So like if they're athletic people and you can show them stretches or whatever and you can produce videos and that's your YouTube content, that's your email content, that's your marketing content, everything that you said. So talk to us a little bit about how to craft the ideal client in, in your mind because I know you guys teach some of this in the business mastery and I don't want to take away any value from that. So just share share what you can with us about how to, how to really – um, hone in on your ideal client and understanding that. Yeah, man. I'm, op I'm an open book. I'm open to share anything. And so and one of the things with Kairos Business Master is the over-deliver with everything. So I'm going to share as much as I possibly can, and there's always more. <laughs> right? But um, the thing with pain points, after when you said that, I was like, hmm, I can't believe I just said that. But there, and the reason why I say that is because I think in chiropractic, pain points is often used as a method of manipulation. Right. Right. So it's like the whole P, turn a P into a pumpkin thing. It's like, oh, my, your neck hurts. Your neck hurts. <laughs> you must be dying. You can't talk to your spouse. You aren't able to play with your kids anymore. You're probably not even able to look in your in your blind spots. You're probably gonna get uh, have a crash soon. It's like <laughs> authentic pain points versus manipulative pain points. Yes. And I will say, I don't think connecting on pain points is really that necessary in a day one, day two process. Right. But I do think it's very necessary for social media and marketing and, uh, and email marketing and video production because the time frame where you can grab somebody's attention is so short. 
But when you're there one-on-one, I think authenticity, vulnerability, and connecting really with the person as a person and hearing them is probably more important than connecting to pain points. But uh, with that, I'd say like a big way to frame it would be, who is my ideal client? What is it that I'm hoping to serve with them? Does that match what their current biggest needs are? And what is their external desire and their internal desire? So you could say that, so just use that neck example. They could be, um, you know, they have neck pain, they want to get out of neck pain. That would be an external desire. What they need is a chiropractor to help them get out of neck pain. But really the internal desire is that their neck pain is not allowing them to sleep. And sleep is the biggest strategy for recuperation they have. Their neck pain, they go home and they're not able to play with their kid because their neck pain. If you can subconsciously tap Mm -hmm. into that internal desire while connecting to the external desire, then you're gonna be able to sell people on a much easier level and connect people on an easier level. And then how you frame what you're providing would be, uh, okay, this person's looking for a chiropractor, they have neck pain, really what they're um, wanting is to be able to play with their kids and to get home and not be in agonizing pain. So this might be, this is a, let's see, what would I do? It's something like, um, so if you've been dealing with neck pain and you have been looking for a chiropractor, I wanna provide an opportunity for you to come in and see a chiropractor. Often people come in with neck pain, really what they're sharing with me is that they really are not able to go home and feel their true authentic self. They're not able to look their kid in their eye and be able to play with their kids and have that self, that sense of love and connection with their children. But first, what we need to do is get to the root cause of what your neck pain is, and so that once we can help you improve your neck pain, then you can be able to play with your kids again. Something like, along the lines of that. But like, what is what are they looking for? What's the external desire, internal desire? How can you frame your offering? to help meet that. Yes, absolutely. And and I like how you uh, corrected me. And I don't know if you said it or I said it pain points. But anyways, I like how you said it's more for like, because you do have limited time to, to grab someone's attention on social media or mar- in marketing in general, right? And so using those things like, hey, here are the things you're struggling with. Here are the things we can help with. Boom. That, you know, it, it's an easy go getter and it's not you don't like I like how you differentiated you said authentic versus you know manipulative and go obviously go for the authentic all day right especially from millennial with millennial generation like we've been inundated by so much bullshit for so long and like the sleazy car salesman Mm -hmm. type of mentality that Mm -hmm. now like what we crave the most is honesty (laughs) and vulnerability and people showing like their their authentic self their emotional self um, and connection, you know, yeah, I get that nobody people aren't getting that anywhere else. Absolutely. And if you can provide that for them and to them, why not? And I love that you said external and internal desires and connecting the two, uh, because bridging that gap for somebody and saying it, no matter what, if it's ADLs, extended ADLs, like if you want to go into specifics about it, like if you want to get back on the golf course, right? Like, let's get to the root cause of what brought you in here first, and then we're going to start tracking your goals because your goals are a part of the care plan, and that's that's the connection you have to make. Like, it, then they're a part of it, right? Then they're like, I want to get back on the field, or I want to, you know, get back on the course, or I want to play with my kids. I want to get on the ground, and I, I, I've been shadowing now uh, my peak doctor, and I go into his office every Tuesday, and it's amazing the amount of people that come in and, like, the grandmothers and grandparents that come in. And they're like, oh, I'm so glad to be here. Like, I, I can get on the ground with my kids or my grandkids and, like, play with them and everything. And that, that to me, is, like, that's why they're there. That's why they come back, right? They're, it's to help with those things that, that because you were able to break down the first educational barrier and then step into the second one that's, like, this is really about your health, your longevity, your well-being, and that's what this is about. Um, so that's really cool, Doc. I'm so glad. That was awesome. So amazing product, communic- amazing communicator. Now we have the patient on the table. Now <laughs> now we got to process it, right? We got to process the whole thing. So how do we – what are great – not what are great systems. Like tell me all of them. <laughs> like what, what kind of things can we do to take those initial steps to creating great systems 
And what does, when a system does work well, what does that look like? Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it. And uh, thank you for all the insights that you're providing with all that stuff. Um, you know, the systems piece is going to differentiate regardless of where you're at. And so we want to be able to, um, something I created that I just thought of was uh, a PDF worksheet that people can use to, to help see what their um, ideal healing results are that they want to achieve in practice. What is the, your ideal client? And also, how do you want to communicate that? And so if people want that, that's a free resource that we can give them. Um, but for the systems point, a lot of people as students look at the students' clinic systems as a hurdle that they have to jump off, jump through. Like they are not happy about all these systems. And it's a really deterrent from people coming into the office too. If it's gonna take four hours for initial exam, <laughs> and then every single office visit is gonna take an hour as well, right? And so there were very specific systems that Dr. Brett Jones used, that I used, that some of our other current associates used because we kind of kept it in house, but I mean, Brett, Brett broke the client record for most number of patients seen at um, LifeWest Student Center. I graduated nurse uh, quarter early, or finished my requirements quarter early, and then Dr. Austin Ivins, who's in our office, broke Dr. Brett's record, and so it's like, what can we do to do this? We all have very similar strategies while we're in school, and the main strategy really is to first Get your shit done as fast as possible. <laughs> and I, that might seem really, that might seem like, oh yeah, duh. But there's so many people who they first get their like student intern and they'll wait, you know, they get assigned their student intern on a Monday. They wait until the following Monday to start to do the exam process. Like, no, I'm getting in there as soon as I possibly can. We're hammering getting our stuff done as fast as possible. So I know that if I'm the first one that gets my, my stuff poss done possible, then I'm going to be the first one that starts to get the doc shadowing me to get my adjustment requirements done. I'm going to be the first one that then can take the test to go into the outpatient center first. It's like, just get your stuff done as fast as possible. Stop talking about how long it's going to take and just do all of the work, right? And then the next biggest thing is take a look at everything that's required from the exam process, from your prior exam process, because you have to do all these different orthopedic tests, you have to do ranges of motion, you have to do strength testing, you have to do neurological testing, you have to do all these different things. And the, one of the biggest things that uh, takes a long time is, I'm standing, now I'm prone, now I'm supine, now I'm sitting, now I'm standing again, now I'm prone, now I'm supine. <laughs> it's like, if you can look at all the things you have to do that are just standing, knock those out as fast as possible. Then here's all the stuff I'm doing sitting. Knock those out as fast as possible. Then this is what they're doing prone. This is supine, then supine. It's like, it's not gonna be organized like that for you. So be uh, proactive and look at how can I possibly max maximize this as fast as I possibly can. And so you might be able to save 20 minutes every single time you do a prog exam or a, um, or a new patient exam. So you can fit in a whole nother exam for that day. And then for the actual um, process, like at a higher level, Maybe you're a very influential person in your school, attractive character that other people want to learn from. Can Is there a way that you can get other students involved, some lower quarter students involved, or a new student clinic person involved? And can they start to help out me with some note taking or with uh, helping you um, learn the process of doing some of the, the notes and, and plan setting for everything? It's like, look for effective strategies to create the system because they're not going to give them to you in the student clinic. Mm -hmm. And then when it comes to being a doc, hopefully the biggest takeaway I want to talk about is more docs needing to have systems that reflect the value that they provide to their community. A couple weeks ago, I was hanging out with a doc who's a very good friend of mine and he's bounced between practice in LA and in San Diego and in the Central Valley and all over these different places. And he's one of the most proficient adjusters and rehab people I've ever met. And he gets 40, he was saying 40 to 60 new patients every single month, but he's not charging for a new patient exam. And his average visit, his visit average is about two to three visits. Wow. And so he's constantly in that infancy stage of his business where he has a new patient problem. And I was like, dude, what are you doing during your new patient exam? Bop, 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 value, 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 stack, stack, stack. And he's giving away for free. And there's reason, like, reasons for that. And he's awesome that he's saying, you know, 40 to 60 new patients. And we have 
a lot of vanity metrics in our profession. It's like, yeah, you're seeing 40, 60 new, new patient visits, and you're not charging for them, and they're not sticking with care. I was like, well, let's see how we can start to implement some strategies in your systems to, yes, maybe if you charge $200 for your initial exam, you'll only get 10 new patients in a month, but then they stay for six months of care, mm-hmm. right? One of the, and so like, how can you look at what you're currently doing and ask yourself, is the value I'm providing to this person right now reflective of the value of the value I actually give to this person in the community? Yeah. Or is the, the not charging on a monetary level, right? Mm-hmm. And then the systems level, like one of the things we promote, and that comes from this idea of authenticity and um, being able to connect with people on a needs-based level is understanding that not every person needs the same amount of care. So a lot of business groups out there will all kind of say every single person that comes in, if you're more of a structural or degenerative model type of care, every person is going to be seen three times a week for three months or six months mm-hmm. or one year. Yep. And it's like not looking at the differences of each person. So one of the things that we do differently instead is a functional based approach is like understanding that your function is probably different than if I were to see my grandpa. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, how can you create systems in your business that reflect the uniqueness of every single person that's coming in? And that's going to help everything on a communication level, from your conversion levels, everything, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you, you nailed it again. Like it, it, this is, this is what it is. So product communication, great systems. If you are proficient and amazing at all of those things and you're a chiropractor, like you can't go wrong. Like this episode, going back and watching this episode again and again and again is the smartest thing you could possibly do. Um, I want to mention, I dropped the link in, uh, on the screen down below. It's Kairos businessmastery.com forward slash start head there. Dr. Jordan is giving away. It's like a cheat sheet, uh, to start kind of mastering and masterminding, I guess your ideal client, what that looks like. What is your, what is your process look like of how, who you want to serve and how you want to serve them. Um, and then, so with great systems, I like how you broke it down, doc. You were like, here's it, here is it is for students, right? Master these systems for students because they don't give them to you. And then they give you some janky EHR system and then you got to go figure it out and run with the, you know, horses there. And then you have to, uh, and then you gave the doc explanation of like, this is the best thing to do as a doc. And here are the two c- couple things that we can do. So to recap, students, get your shit done. Like number one, like <laughs> get, get it done fast, get it done efficiently. And, and that was a big uh, component to me also is like the efficiency factor of it, right? All of your orthopedic tests that are face down or prone, um, start doing them and do them together, group them together, right? Uh, neurological testing, standing, supine, all of this stuff, figure out what works best for the test that is being asked of you to do and put them all together. I like how you said that clump them together so that it makes it most efficient for you. You save 20 minutes on the back end, if not more than that. And then you have time to do more physical exams throughout the day. Um, and so that was awesome. So be efficient, get your stuff done for students. And then for docs, be, I, I like what you said, more docs need systems that show the value of what they offer and, and really emphasizing kind of the, the monetization of it or the monetary component of it. And it's like, how much is what you're doing for that patient? How much is that worth in, re, in regard to, you know, surrounding chiropractors to yourself, to chiropractic in general and the, the offerings that you are delivering. Um, but know that stuff, know those things. And these systems will, will guide you and they will guide your patients and they will make your life a heck of a lot easier. And then the last one was the functional thing. So like you were like, Hey, don't, you know, you usually, like you said in, in most chiropractic offices, it's like we have three, you know, three care plans, boom, 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 best ones in the middle circle, that one, go with it, run with it. And, and that's, that's how most chiropractic offices are run. But if you're more on the functional model and understanding like, you know, an 89 year old's function is a little bit different than a 25 year old's function. Like that's a totally different story. So that's, that was really cool. I like how you said that. And I, I, I really, really appreciate you breaking down these things. Do you have any last things to say on those three topics that we talked about tonight? 
Um, I think also a piece that came up, <laughs> a piece that came up was um, also being honest with yourself about how much are you charging monetary-wise with how much service are you providing and how much time are you spending. And so it's like, just this is going to be different for everybody. The value that you provide to each person is going to be uh, does the charge what you're charging for this person reflect that? And so I might do a chiropractic adjustment. It takes seven minutes, a little bit of myofascial work, and I'll charge 65 bucks for the visit. Somebody else might do some myofascial work. They'll do some heat and stem and give them some exercises, and they'll spend 30 minutes on doing some myofascial and massage or ART work. And it'll charge $65 a visit. Right. I can see how many people per hour, if I'm seeing somebody for seven minutes versus somebody who's seeing them for 30 to 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like if you're seeing somebody for 30 to 45 minutes and you're providing all these other services as well, like charge a value that, that is reflective of that service, right? And so just some internal thoughts for some docs out there as well. Um, just be honest with the service you provide, man, is so life-changing. It changed my life. I know you see so many people whose lives it changes every day. So charge a, a you know price that is reflective of that. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, last but not least, Doc, I love closing the show out. We're we've been going for about forty five minutes now, and I I want to close the show out with a little bit of how people can better reach out to you and and get to know you a little bit better or get to know a little bit more about Kairos training culture and all the things that you guys offer. So what are the best ways to contact you and what are the some of the programs that you guys have running right now? Yeah, so the best way to contact me is Facebook. Uh, I have a social media problem. So <laughs> anywhere Dr. Jordan Bailey on the social media, I got Dr. Page and my personal page. Um, Kairos training culture is the main thing I would love everybody to get involved with. We've been hearing amazing testimonials from docs who are starting to attend their first training camps. If you're a student, there's clubs on 20 different campuses. And so I know you're at LifeU. We've had 130 people training at 5.30 in the morning at the beginning of your your guys' last quarter at LifeU. Join a club. Go to a training camp. Start to work on your product. If you're already proficient in the product part, is your communication really efficient and then are your systems really efficient so everybody might be in a different tier of where they're at in their process um, but you can find me in social media and if you need help with anything i'm always an open book uh something that dr brett jones and i filmed uh, a few weeks ago which we haven't done anything with we've just been sitting on it is a how to crush it in student clinic program and this is something that we're wanting to give people to either for either free or maybe like five to 10 bucks. And the reason why we wanna either just give it to people or give it away for free is because ultimately we recognize that most people are not quite looking at business yet because they have to go through clinic. Mm-hmm. And so how can you get through clinic as fast as possible so you can hopefully give yourself that last trimester or that last quarter of time to then really focus on business? Because the reality is we have so many people who are graduating chiropractic school and then they're taking six months off to go travel around the world. Like you just spent $200,000 and you've, tra- you've spent three years waiting to become a chiropractor and now you're going to travel. And the reality is you also have to start paying your student loans back six months <laughs> after graduating. And so if you could get the business focus started before you even graduate and hit the ground running by the time you get licensed, you're going to already start to be in a, a position that where you can start to pay off those $2,000 a month student loan repayments within six months after graduating. You can start to go on vacations within your first year or second year of opening up your own business, but hit the ground running as fast as possible. And that starts first with crushing student clinic. Yes. Yes. So if anybody, so if anybody wants us to produce that, we're sitting on it right now because we're working on a bunch of other stuff. But if you want to do that, if you're interested, leave your favorite GIF below. Let's see, craziest GIF wins. The more GIFs, the better. The more GIFs, then we'll actually create that program and give it to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So if you didn't hear that, chiropractic students, they are working on or sitting on, rather. They have it done. They just have to uh, release it, rather, and uh, tweak probably some things and edit it a little bit. But a how to crush it in student clinic like guide of video series. And so... 
please drop, like Dr. Jordan said, like that, drop the GIFs, do whatever you have to do to uh, comment to see if you're interested in that, and they will, uh, they'll announce when they release that for you. Um, so, Doc, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being on tonight. I know we had a couple of microphone issues at the beginning. I hope when I go back and rewatch this, it's prime time, but you never know. I, I don't know these things. It's live, it's technology, and it happens. But thank you so much for being on, Doc. Everyone head to thelegendarychiropractor.com to check out all things chiropractic. And we are a jack-of-all-trades and a master of all trades. <laughs> I'm just going to change the slogan. Um, but, no, we, 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 love, uh, we love helping chiropractic students, and we absolutely love helping as many people as we can in this chiropractic profession because the students – are what is the future and so we need to take care of the student population and we need to better serve the students in chiropractic school which is why i love interviewing you which is why i love interviewing dr brett jones and any other person that is all 100 percent student advocates because that is what it's all about we've all been there before right you've all been there before but now it's time to give back and serve at a diff different level and a, and a bigger level so doc thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, everyone, for watching tonight. And uh, we'll be sure to share this all over the Internet and make sure it goes as viral as it possibly can. <laughs> so thank you, guys. Thanks, Dr. Jordan. Any last remarks? Yeah, I just want to say thank you so much. Like You are a shining example of a path that students can go through and showing uh, a, a path of success even before you graduate. Wow. So uh, keep crushing what you're doing, man. It's awesome to see your energy and... I love and appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Thank you, Doc. I appreciate it. Bye, guys. Again, I'm your host, Johnny Ruder, and this is the Legendary Chiropractor Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode, and be sure to check out all of our social media accounts on Facebook and Instagram, as well as subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us at The Legendary Chiropractor. This podcast is intended for the prospective chiropractic student, current chiropractic student, and even doctor out in the field. Be sure to head to thelegendarychiropractor.com as it is the virtual one-stop shop for everything chiropractic. Students can find our various programs such as our free online book club, our Mentor Up initiative for free coaching and mentoring from peers as well as doctors out in the field, and you can even find jobs as a student or recent graduate looking for an associateship, independent contracting position, or looking to purchase a practice. Doctors out there, you're able to post jobs and your chiropractic adverts on the legendary chiropractor and you're also able to view available positions as well as listen to all of these podcasts and Facebook Lives on our website at thelegendarychiropractor.com. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time.